Welcome to the Instant Reaction Report. I'm your co-host, Eric, and I'm always joined by my co-host, Ron. What up, Ron? What's going on? You know what we do? We just... Actually, the game is still going on. The uh, Patriots and Cowboys. But because it was such a lopsided game, we just decided to start recording for our audience. We haven't even looked at the scores for today's game, or maybe we have. Ron, let's let's just start with the Patriots. The game is still going on, uh, but we've seen enough, right? We already seen the Patriots are not going to win this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, the score is thirty-eight to three. Two minutes left in the fourth quarter. Ron, I know we're going to get to the Steelers, but what what can you say about the Patriots? Man, I'm going to let you do the talking for this one. I watched the entire game, but you're the Pats fan. I'll let you speak to them. I got a lot to say when we get to the Steelers. So I'm going to let you share your thoughts on what you saw today. I mean, there's not much to say, right? It's basically what they've been doing for the last three games. They barely won the Jets game, but they make penalties. They have turnovers. I have two interceptions by Mac Jones. I have... Six for 50 in penalties, three turnovers overall because, you know, there was a fumble by Mac Jones, too. I mean, anything that you can think about going wrong, it's going wrong. They basically, the Cowboys offense can do whatever they want. It just, there's nothing else. It's just, this is maybe like, I thought last week that we're, maybe this team was like a 15, 15 to 20, but it's below 20. I yeah. mean, it's 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 down there with the winless teams. I would say mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what else to put it. They haven't gotten better. They've gotten worse. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know what else to say. They look awful. They look terrible, especially on offense. Let's all right. So let's talk about. Let's break this down a little bit. <clears throat> talk about the offense and and Mac Jones. His performance today is he. Is he the answer at quarterback? He's definitely not the answer. I mean, I've already told you that I don't think he's going to get an extension. I think that they, what they ask for him, they say, don't turn the ball over. Don't make dumb mistakes. And today he threw across the field once. And for some reason, which they teach you never to do, for some reason, he decided to do it again. Twice. Yeah. And what happened the second time he got picked and, Turn back for six. So I don't know what else to say. I this is like, you know, quarterbacking one on one. You just don't do that unless, you know, you're Patrick Mahomes or somebody that has a a rifle for an arm. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't have a rifle or from. So he, why even try it? I don't know. <laughs> Trying to make a play when one's not there. Some frustration, I'm sure, for not getting you know, points, not being able to put points on the board. You start to force things a little bit. Um, As bad as he looked, you guys have scored, what, three points so far? Still better. I would take this offense over what I saw today from the Steelers. Um, But I think, you know, for the Patriots, what what this drops you to what on the season? One and three. One and three. You're looking up at the, basically, everyone except maybe the Jets they play tonight we'll see what happens um, you know not in a good place for the Patriots for sure 
it'll be interesting to see what happens next week with the offense, what adjustments they make, if Max is going to be the quarterback or Zappy. <clears throat> um, I, I think it's going to be Mac for sure. Um, you know, you just got to chalk it up to, you know, playing a good Dallas team and, uh, you know, getting outplayed, outcoached to a certain extent as well. I, I saw some stats or heard some stats over the weekend where Mac Jones is 0-10 against playoff teams. He's never had a comeback from behind victory mm-hmm. and he's been on the league three years now this is fourth he just dude is not it dude is just not it he's not gonna get an extension i feel that he's not um as long as bill belichick is there he's just gonna- how many games he's, he's so he's been in the league three years how many games has he played officially because i know <clears throat> i've heard this before like with quarterbacks you really don't know what you have until they've played at least like 24 games um in their career um he's, 24 uh, games is a lot it is um it's about he, he's up in the 30s i would think almost two seasons right uh it's season and a half or so you get to to see what you know it is and, and again last year i've mentioned this before last year feels like a throwaway because you didn't have a coordinator there at all, um, but so I'm looking at his at his stats. He's played 17 games in 2021. He's played 14 games in 2022. That right there, if my math is right, that's 31 games, mm-hmm. and he's played three games. So he's played 34 games, and he still he just I mean yes he he got kind of sabotaged as you say last year, but. You still need to win the close games, and he had. There's plenty of games where the Pats been in it. Mm-hmm. They just keep making the same mistakes over and over, and I don't know if is, is it, it all him though. But even if the situation is there, though, the situation is there. Even though they do dumb mistakes, and they do. If you have a defense like the Patriots defense, where pretty much has been in the top ten the last three years. How can you still be mumbling and jumbling and, you know, it's doesn't help when you don't run the ball, right? <laughs> Effectively. Um, 23 carries as a team for 53 yards. That's not helping. All right. And we are we talked before about their lack of weapons, uh, especially like having a downfield threat, stuff like that. When you go against good teams <clears throat> and you're limited on offense. They, you know, they can pin their ears back and come after you. And so, would you take Mac Jones over Kenny Pickett? I think they're both in the same boat, where their development is getting hindered by stupidity um, with the coaching staff um, and the organization. And these are two great organizations, right? If you think of them historically, they've always done the right things. Um, but for the last couple of years, I think. You know, both these organizations have just not done enough to develop their players. Um, when you bring in a, a quarterback after having Tom Brady, you got to make sure you surround him with talent. You got to make sure people are there to like develop him and nurture him. I feel like the uh, Patriots have done the exact opposite 
Uh, I'm not saying Mac is not, he doesn't need to shoulder some of the responsibility. He hasn't played that well. Um, but at least for me as an outsider looking in, I see some semblance, um, you know, of an offense this year compared to last year. They move the ball from time to time. They lack the weapons to finish drives. And occasionally Mac gets frustrated and forces things and makes bad decisions. And, you know, and uh, they end up, it ends up costing them the game. Well, that's what I mean. It's Latin. And I'm not, listen, it's hard to step on Tom Brady's shoes and come back and be like, oh, I'm the answer. But having said that, like today, he tried to do too much. Mm-hmm. That is not what we want quarterbacks to do is too much, especially when you're young and you're still developing and fine. If you're going to make your mistakes, learn from your mistakes. But I feel like every week you're saying the same thing. Oh, mm-hmm. this is just a learning experience or, you know, quote unquote, a moral victory or quote unquote. Oh, they should not be making these mistakes. And I don't know if that has to do with them not having a true, true preseason them not having a true true you know uh otas and training camp where i mean i know that with the cba they basically they don't do pads mm-hmm. or if they do pads it's only like shoulder pad they don't they're not allowed to tackle anybody mm-hmm. during the off season and during the training camp or whatnot so it's like okay so what what i know that the times are changing but like what do you want us to do with you know, I'm almost like feel like bad for the coaches because they're making mm-hmm. it harder for the coaches to be like, listen, uh, they got to hit each other. Mm-hmm. And I can understand now what Tomlin said, that whole thing like, hey, you got to you got to put your starters out in the preseason. Right. But mm-hmm. I feel like that, that's not really helping whether you play them or you're not yeah, playing. It them. didn't it's help not us. Enough. We look great in the preseason. It's not enough. It's so, not yeah. enough. <clears throat> and we've looked like the worst offense in the regular season. So. I agree when it comes to like game speed and stuff like that. You can't replicate that um, in the preseason. Like you're playing against guys that are second, third, some players who aren't going to make the team. And players are really not, they're just playing not to get hurt, you know, in the preseason. When you get to like real live, okay, this is where it counts. You're going against the best of the bets. And, um, you know, if you don't execute, you can get, get away with it in the preseason. If you don't execute during the regular season, you're just going to look bad. And that's what we're seeing, I think, for both of these teams. Just really bad, bad football. Bad football, bad, and the game is over. It was 3-38 final. So they gave up a lot of points to Dak. Well, they're not. 14 of those points were a defensive point mm-hmm. where we're actually fumble recovery led to a touchdown. Interception led to a touchdown. So... I'm not going to blame it on the defense because half of those points were not the defense's fault. But hey, and listen, like defense, like they tend to, you know, if you're on the field repeatedly and your offense is doing nothing, you're not going to keep playing hard. I don't care who you are. You're just not going to keep going out there, playing hard, getting stops and not you know, and not see your offense do anything. So eventually you're going to be like, well, shit, don't matter if I get a stop here, my team's not doing anything. We're down a lot of points anyway. So let me just like take it easy and coast from here. Saw that in the in the uh, Steelers game too. I mean, uh, looking at the stats, uh, the Cowboys had 22 first downs compared to 10. 
So they were definitely passing the ball. They were definitely running the ball. They had 124 rushing yards. So, I mean, can you blame the defense? Statistically, they're going to get away with not not really putting up, letting a lot of points. But it's like, hey, it's like you mentioned. If you're out there, you know, the offense is three and out, three and out, three and out. And you're like, oh, I just took off my helmet. Mm-hmm. I literally just sat down. Now I got to go back out there. Mm-hmm. It just... It's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Um, so let's let's talk about Pittsburgh because it's like it's like going from a sad place to a sad sadder place, place for yeah. real. Uh, I I didn't catch any of this game because I was like cooking and hosting and whatnot. So Ron, what Ron you said on the podcast last week that this should be a cook, a cakewalk. It should be. And I told you Houston is free skate. Mm-hmm. Houston is frisky, and mm-hmm. I, uh, when I see the stats, you, the rookie did not make a mistake. He did not turn the ball over. There was a couple of sacks, but overall, he played pretty well. So what happened? He played well. The coaches did a great job with putting him in position where he got rid of the ball quickly. Um, the Steelers did not show up on defense to play the game uh, when the game started, so... Levi Wallace once again got toasted like two or three times for scores. Um, he just cannot cover anyone. And I don't know why we haven't switched him already and, you know, benched him for JPJ. But this, these are the t- coaching decisions I'm talking about when it comes to Tomlin and how overrated he is as a head coach. But who who's the Steelers defensive coordinator? Um, because Brian Flores left, right? Yeah, he's gone. Um, I forgot the guy's name. A nobody, basically. And I, you know, I'm not saying the defense was the whole issue. Obviously, when you're punting like repeatedly, Kenny threw a a bad interception today off a play that they've ran. Like, I swear, I've seen that play like ten times this season. You're not gonna fool. You're not fooling anybody, right? We couldn't run the ball. We run these like basic stupid run plays Najee's getting hit in you know behind the line of scrimmage it's just bad bad football bad coaching coordinating and bad play too um executing Kenny has looked terrible um there's no other way to put it he is his own worst nightmare the same bad habits that he had in college and these were the only two I saw in college he would run out of a clean pocket. He's done that repeatedly this whole season. And then he doesn't go through his reads quickly. So it takes him too long to like get from one to two to three. Um, and he's staring down guys. So, so those same bad habits has, have carried over into L- in the NFL. And, he, you know, his interception, like it, it was just, it should not have, he should not have made that throw. It's like he got locked in. And decided out that he's going to make that throw regardless of his, you know, double coverage. And he got a pick. His injury, he ran out of a clean pocket, right straight into a sack and got hurt. Like, you can't play like that at this level um, and expect, expect to have success. So he needs to have part of the blame. The play calling has been absolutely atrocious. There was a, a point where we were getting drives going like it was the second half we're running the ball getting some good run out of Najee fourth and one 
they come out in shotgun and through a pass. I'm like, what are you thinking? Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Fourth and one in a shotgun. Meanwhile, the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles they discovered to just run the scrum play. Yeah, yeah. Every time it's short, one yard and or less, just run the scrum play. Yeah. Don't even mess around with throwing it and reverses and all that. It's just bad from the from the top all the way down. Um, like defensively, we got to do something different. We got these young guys. We got to play them. JPJ has to play. I've seen enough of Levi Wallace. I think that, you know, everyone has seen enough of him. He needs to be benched. JPJ needs to play. Offensively, Matt Canada has to go. That's not going to happen. We all know that's not going to happen. No, despite what Tomlin says every press conference about changes and all this bullshit, it's not going to happen. So in the meantime, you know, we'll see about Pickett's injury. My guess is that it's serious and Trubisky is going to be playing for a couple weeks. Um, you know, we just got to see what we can we can do. Um, you know, and, and you have a fairly easy couple of weeks. It doesn't I mean, matter. Actually, actually, no, let me take that back. You have Baltimore and then you have the L.A. Rams. It doesn't even matter who we play. Like the offense is that terrible. It doesn't matter who we play if you can't put up points. We are the worst team, you know, offensive team in the NFL. I can clear, I can tell you that with confidence. We're about to watch a Jets game tonight. And all this talk about Zach Wilson, how bad he is. I can guarantee you the Jets offense is better. And they've probably put up more points offensively than the Steelers have. It is with Zach Wilson is you talking about he he's not really talented to play in the NFL with the Steelers offense the talent is there but the play calling is not play calling's horrible the execution is terrible so it's like you know you can't blame just one person Matt is horrible he shouldn't even be a coordinator but then when you don't execute simple basic plays you, you know you're not doing yourself any favors either right so the blocking has been terrible um, Pickett has been awful, you know, and the receivers, you know, Deontay being out, that's, that hurts us. You know, he's the best route runner probably in the league. He hasn't been there. Pickens is not a great route runner, um, but we don't get him on any opportunities at all. I think he had like two, we had two attempts to, to Pickens in the first half or some crap like that. I don't know how we expect to win if you're telling me we're only going to throw the ball to him twice in one half. Same with Friermuth. Like, what? What's the point of having him as your tight end? And you're not even using him. Matt Canada is just awful. And uh, I'm sorry to say, you know, this is going to be what we talk about every single game from now on because I don't expect Tomlin to do anything differently because I haven't seen anything differently for him for the past three years. So it's more of the same. Yeah, this is, um, you know, and I, I told my, our friend Steve, who's uh, a Pats fan, I was like, you know, as long as Bill is there, we're going to see this, you know, like 50%, 500 ball club every year mm-hmm. um, until he breaks that record. So it's like you can we can scream about, hey, you know, better draft, better GM, better you know, players, whatever, whatever the case might be, but you know, 
my stepfather is 77 years old. You you think he, he wants to be out there standing on the sidelines coaching? Mm-hmm. He he just wants to relax. Right. And I feel like Bill Belichick, dude, just just relax. Just take it easy. Yeah. I don't care how many times you're going to say, oh, I love this job. I love coaching. Dude, it's time to hang it up. Yeah. And I know that he definitely deserved this, you know, most coaches wins category, whatever, but it's time to clean house. It's time to just say, okay, Bill, gone with the one. Because is at their point where, yes, your defense is going to be in the top 10 every year, but if you can't score points, what's the point? Right. Yeah. I thought that Bill O'Brien was going to fix this, at least make, make Mac Jones more reliable. But mm-hmm. the stuff that I saw today, you know, with the line jumping, with the penalties, with the pre-penalties, Mac Jones turning the ball over when he doesn't have to. I mean, I know they were down by 20 points at one point, but you're not going to get 20 points all in one play. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, just play with the offense, play within the time. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah. These teams, man, great history, you know, but recent history is like they, they, I feel like I'm watching them and like they have no idea what they're doing. Like no idea what they're doing whatsoever. And um, it's sad to watch, you know, the Steelers just have all these great defensive stars, really good offensive players like Najee and, George Pickens and Deontay and, and just feel like we're wasting them. You know, I felt like we wasted AB and Big Ben and 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 Bell, you know, to be honest with you. And now I've, I feel like we're waiting these, you know, young, good players because we have a head coach that refuses to do anything different, refuses to fire Matt Canada. I don't know if it's, you know, it's probably not all coming from Tomlin. Maybe it's the Roonies too um, that, that are not open to making a change but regardless um you know the head coach should needs to take ownership he he needs to take the the play calling away from canada and do something different he he never does i almost feel like sometimes when you find a quarterback i almost feel like you can count how many great quarterbacks in this league in one hand Mm -hmm. and i feel like let's take brock purdy's situation right now He's in the best of worlds where he knows that he doesn't have to do a lot. Mm -hmm. He just has to give the ball to his playmakers. Let them do their hard. Let them do the heavy lifting for you. Yeah. That's what your quarterback should do. Like, let the playmakers do their thing. Whether it's McCaffrey, Debo, Kittles, whatever. Whatever the case may be. But that falls on their GM, right? To draft players to, like... You know, trade for good players. If that's not happening, and your and your coordinators, right? And your so coordinators, yes. Purdy is a good. He's a good quarterback, solid, but he's not. I don't think he's in a, any better than Mac Jones or any better than Kenny Pickett. He just fell into a great system with great coaching staff and great coordinators. Uh, and, and that's what. You know, and that's what Mac Jones should be able to do. Like, mm-hmm. he should be able to be like, hey, guys, I'm not going to do all the heavy lifting. You guys do the heavy lifting. Right. But like you mentioned earlier, there's no explosive players. Mm-hmm. Maybe 
maybe in a pop douglas but he doesn't get the ball enough and right. he's not really a deep threat so it's like you don't have a running back that's explosive you don't have a wide end or that's explosive you have a tight end who's you know maybe middle of the middle of the pack but it's just it's just i mean i who are you saving money for the crafts that's <laughs> the crafts they're already loaded what forget about saving money just go after players it's not gonna happen yeah it's not gonna happen yeah so we had a report i don't even call it a report this is just sad yeah sad, sad, sad state of affairs four. sad week four uh and we'll talk about week five when we do the uh podcast mid midweek but yeah that's that's really all i have to say unless ron you want to say something no man this was just disappointing i was excited you know i was telling you you wait all week all excited for sunday and watch your team play and they go out and just not just lose but to just lay an egg like they did just didn't show up looked ill prepared it's uh it's disappointing and um i think what's different about you know these teams compared to i don't know another young team i don't know any other chicago's young team. illinois <laughs> carolina <laughs> i feel like those other teams like sometimes like some of those teams have hope i feel like there's like no hope you know no hope until like something drastically changes which won't happen um i just feel like there's no hope i mean look at detroit lions fan base exactly they, they've they've been waiting for a good team for a while mm-hmm. even when barry sanders was there they didn't have a good team mm-hmm. they just had a good running back right so you know i think that there's hope for them even through all these many years and there was hope for the new york jets at until four plays into the right, week right. one. So I think that there's hope and then there is expectations, right? So we're more on the expectation side where we're like, hey, we expect you to win this game. Mm-hmm. We expect you, you know, to be at an excellent level. Nope. It no. is definitely not happening. Definitely not. Before we uh, leave, I do want to say this. I've given up on... I don't want to say I'm giving up on supporting the Steelers, but I refuse to wear any Steelers clothing until someone gets fired. So you're not going to see me in a Steelers hat, Steelers shirt, Steelers jersey until Canada gets fired or Tomlin gets fired. I'm Write that down. You're not going to see me in any Steelers gear until one of those guys are gone. I don't know. I don't know what's worse. Having, because I feel like Matt Canada is more popular more infamous than mike tomlin i feel like as soon but, as you say pittsburgh sealers matt canada's name comes yeah. up before mike tomlin but i think the thing there's a difference though right so there's a difference in the national media and like local pittsburgh media and i know i don't live in pittsburgh but i i follow a lot of stuff in pittsburgh pittsburgh people are sick of tomlin <laughs> they are so, they cannot understand the national attraction to Mike Tomlin. They don't see why people are so obsessed with him. And now I'm starting to like get it, right? Like the dude is, you know, he's a good coach, don't get me wrong, but a terrible, you know, decision maker. Terrible personnel uh player. He like he the coaching staff, these are all his guys and it's been terrible. And it's time for the national media to realize that I think some people 
are starting to see that um and they make like outrageous remarks about it and stuff which you know i'm i don't go that far but um you know whether it's canada or tomlin like somebody has to go like someone has to go I feel like we're in the same boat because, you know, I don't listen to local radio stations back in Boston. Sometimes they put them like they put on YouTube, they put clips. They're not two hours long, obviously, but they put like a five minute clip. Mm -hmm. And everyone wants Bill Belichick gone. Yeah, they want they want him, you know, gone, gone, gone. It's time for a new regime. It's time for a new change. But nationally, everyone, oh, he's the best coach of oh, all time. Nationally, they'll give him credit and they'll mm-hmm. give him props and all that. And I'm not, I'm not ready to have Bill Belichick, you know, be fired. But I've, I'm ready for like the retirement party. I'm ready for the ceremony. I'm ready for the, uh, I'm ready for like, let me just hang my my shoes up because whether he breaks the record or not, it's time for a change. And I think it starts with Bill. Yeah. Um, do I want him fired? No, I'm not at that point yet, but I do want some kind of change. I thought that Bill O'Brien was that change, but apparently it's not going to happen. And yeah. I think, I think that the crowds are going to have a decision of whether to l- keep Bill or let Mac Jones go, because mm-hmm. I don't think Bill O'Brien is going anywhere. He's obviously just a play caller, and if they don't execute the plays he calls, he can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. You know, compared to Matt Canada, at least he's like has something going on, but he doesn't have the players. Right. I feel like with the Steelers, they have the players. Yeah, they just that's don't what have I'm the, saying. The yeah, I was I was talking to uh, I was texting my boss about like my frustration with the Steelers and like Mike Tomlin, and he's like, you know, he loves Mike Tomlin, and I'm like, listen, I would rather like root for a shitty team with shitty players that goes out and tries and lose every week than to keep rooting for a team that has great stars and figure you know finds ways every week to lose to teams they have no business losing to and just look just looks terrible right so you can't have all this talent every single year spend all this money on like you know one of the top defenses in, in a league every year and not have results that is like people get tired of that i'm tired of it i'm tired of seeing it Listen, you know. we both picked Pittsburgh over Houston because we we knew that Pittsburgh that Pittsburgh had the defense, we knew that they had the offense, we knew we knew that they had the player personnel, but they did they didn't execute, yeah. so they lost. Mm-hmm. They lost. And with this with the Patriots, we know that they have the execution, we know they have the plays, but they don't have the players. So mm-hmm. yeah. It's like what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? It is just the way things are. Yeah. There's nothing much you can do. So, I mean, on on that case, on that, I guess we'll talk during the week and mm-hmm. we'll talk about week five and our upset specials and, you know, our new ranking. So, yeah, that's going to be the instant report for our week four. And that, I'll say peace. Peace. guys thanks again for listening and supporting us you can find us at the sim podcast on instagram and twitter or you can email us at shut at gmail.com <laughs>